You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Uh, Jeffrey Herlin's MXGP of Riga. I don't know about your day because, look, you were yourself... Your speed was amazing. Your sector times were amazing. Then you were not yourself because you crashed while you were leading. But you've also built like 50 points onto your championship lead. So that's amazing. Like, I don't know how you look at today because there's lots to it. Yeah, what sums up my last two races? I don't know, man. Like, start crashes two out of four. Um, three times coming from almost last to, to, I don't know, like to the front guys. So it's been, a, it's been a tough journey so far, but some riders have worse, so I can't complain. Especially coming into her, like last Sunday wasn't good because I had a start crash and the first one a really bad start as well. So managed to get 4-4 and lose a lot of ch- points for the champion, like 5. And then um, today coming here, you know, we really wanted to go for the win. And actually we were supposed to get the overall until two laps ago, my front end washed away. And then, uh, yeah, we got uh, sent back, but it is like it is. And... Um, yeah, we got one more chance on Sunday to, to get it right. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how things will turn out. Knowing you, I presume you're pissed off. Yeah. But are you actually? Because, like I say, there's a lot of good to come out of today. Yeah, championship-wise, a lot of good came out. Like, you know, I, I, I never want someone to crash. But due to his crashes, you know, I made a, a pretty big points gap to Glenn and obviously to um, mainly Geyser. I think we're like 28 points or something. I don't know exactly. I think but even some- more. Oh really? Yeah. So having a points lead right now in, in a corona year, let's say, it's it's pretty good because you don't know what's gonna happen, you know, like after Valkenswald, nobody expected we would not race for five months at, at, at that event. So maybe this could be the last one, but maybe we will still have fifteen GPs. I don't know. So um, it's better to have the red plate on there. It's safe. I think we actually need to go back a bit because obviously what I think five weeks ago you knocked your head. Yeah. And then that was three weeks off a bike. So what, coming into here, you had two weeks of normal riding or? Two and a half. I did uh, one off, one and a half, and then I did a race in uh, Holland. And then um, another week coming here. So yeah, basically two and a half to three now. Yeah. Were you feeling that on Sunday then? Was that, a, were you a bit like race rusty? Yeah, especially uh, last last Sunday. Like that's why the second mode, normally I'm really strong end of the motos. But like with, the, with, with a concussion, you, like I wasn't out for really long, like maybe like 20 seconds, but you don't know. Like when you break a bone, you know, ah, oh, it hurts, yeah. it's not good. But a concussion, like the next day, I felt perfectly fine. I felt like I could start riding again. But with a concussion, you, you, you really just have to um, yeah, be smart. And a lot of riders had, had issues afterwards. So I wanted to really take the break as long as I could. And that's what we did. So now I don't have any issues. But um, yeah, I couldn't do any off-track uh, training and nothing on-track as well. So that's what you know, made me go physically a little bit down. And uh, yeah, those were the three weeks I was supposed to train the hardest coming back but yeah i had three weeks of yeah being on the bed basically <laughs> i guess even less than like your physical fitness the thing that you lost for maybe was more important was intensity because like yeah. you say that would have been the time when you would have been hammering out sprints and motos and 
just getting that sharpness back that you can only kind of develop in the weeks leading up to a race. Yeah, definitely. And, def- and I've, you know, I haven't had so many races done. Like some of those guys had like three or four preparation races. They went to Shag and do some races in Holland and wherever. Um, but I just did one and then came here. So I haven't raced for like five months and I didn't race that much last year either. <laughs> and this year, not so much either because we just had two races before the, yeah, the Corona hit in. So um, I think today was a good day for the championship. And, you know, everybody's so competitive right now and everything is so close. Like normally on tracks like this, like five years ago, you would have way bigger guests. Yeah. Now, number one, two, three, four, they're like so close to each other. So um, it could be anyone's race. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, been some amazing battles, amazing racing so far. So um, we're looking good right now. So uh, I'm feeling fit. I uh, haven't had any major crashes, you know, a little tip over that, uh, last week and uh, same today, but no injuries of that. So uh, all good. And you know, I'm going to head up to Sunday motivated and yeah, like I said, my last chance of at least winning one race over here. I don't, you say that like five years ago on this track, we would have had bigger gaps and everything. And yes, the field is deeper at the moment than it has ever been. But is the track not different this time? Like, I feel like it's harder to pass, harder to make a gap. I don't know if it's because we're in August and it's drier, a bit more harder base. But I definitely feel like it's not the normal Kegums. No, it, it's it's harder. Like, it feels harder and it feels... Yeah, difficult, more, yeah, more difficult to, uh, more difficult to, <laughs> to pass, but, um, yeah, I haven't been here, like, in deep, deep summer, like it is now, like, last Sunday was really, really hot, like, normally throughout the years, it's either a little bit earlier, the races, and, uh, it's just prep for one, one week, but now, we have three races here, so, uh, but I think it's good, the three races thing, like, now with this, with this virus going on, I think the more races we can click off, the better, and to, if, if the championship has to stop for any reason or whatsoever, that at least we did, you know, a real champion can come out, you know, if, if one day the, sh- the championship needs to be stopped. But hopefully we can continue like this and still have a bunch of races to go. Uh, just a bit more on that second moto. Firstly, the crash. What happened there? Because while I was waiting for you here, there was a lot of talk about you looking back a few times. So yeah. was that it or? Nah, not really. Like normally when I would enter the waves, I would look to the left and I could see, I think Jesse Connors was second, I could yeah. see him coming. So I seen him coming, but at the same time, like my front wheel just washed away and then you know, I lost balance and then I just tipped over. But then my bike was basically in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make a spin and that's what, you know, lo- that's why I lose some time. But uh, yeah, you know, it can overcome the best, I would say. <laughs> Actually on that, that's just reminded me, the waves would normally be where you're strongest, but second motor team kept telling you, you need to be better in sector two, you need to yeah. be better in sector two. Any reason for that? Is that just the same thing? They're harder and it's not kind of your sand wave section that you'd normally get? It's not a sand track, this one. Like, if you get to Lommel on a good day, yeah. that's a proper sand one. This is, this ain't sand. So, it's not it's not a hard track either, but it's really, like, sketchy and, and hard bumps and things like that. But, uh, yes, not the Kegums where I started racing, like, like <laughs> 10 years ago, where it was pretty deep sand. So, uh, throughout the years, it got a bit harder. And uh, last thing, when you got up, you immediately hammered down. Uh, I think you went purple in sector one, the first lap after your yeah. crash, and then again the lap after. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was just you being pissed off and wanting to win. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was pissed on myself. Like it was no one's fault, just myself. So I was like, how could you be so dumb to throw it away with two laps to go when you have like a comfortable lead, like a few seconds, no one pressuring you from the back, and yeah, the GP win right there. Then to mess that up, you're like, I was like, dude, what are you doing? But all right, now I'm calmed down again. I'm like, okay, let's go get him and get him for this. 
Yeah, Jeremy Sewer, uh, MXGP of Riga. I keep forgetting that. Uh, we spoke on Sunday. That was an amazing race. This was another level, I think. This was the best race of your career. First motor especially. That's what I've got to say. Do you agree? Um, I think both. It's, it's just completely different. I mean, the track has changed quite a bit too. Temperature cooled down. They put more water down. So the track developed different today. But... I had four great motos on a high level. I mean, first moto I recovered so good after a bad start with uh, following Jeffrey, passing him, battling him. You know, it was fun for sure. And then second moto I was there from the beginning and could follow and yeah, made it to second overall and came really close uh, to a GP win behind finishing behind H. If I would get him, you know, it would have been it, but Overall, yeah, strong performance again. You know, I, I feel really good. Uh, we've done great work. My bike is working well. Uh, I, I, my physical condition is super good. I recovered well also from Sunday to today. And it's just all falling in place. We also have a few things to improve, which is positive. Yeah. So we can even get a bit better. But overall, I think we are in a good spot. Look, uh, I think a win is coming because, truthfully, Herlins was uh, holding you up in our first moto. Had you got around him... I think you would have gone to the front and then second moto, like, it's coming real soon, I think. I agree. I was, I had more pace than Jeffrey, clearly, but you know, Jeffrey is a world champion, several world times world champion, so you don't pass him, like, easy. I mean, even though I, I passed him once, but that was unluckily landing on a soft spot, so he got me back and up and down, you know, but if I would have get him, for sure, maybe I could move on. Maybe he would copy my lines, he would come back, you don't know, but I'm getting closer, you know, I'm consistent, but now I'm consistent in the front, in the top guys. I've not finished far off from the winner each moto, so that's what counts. And now I have a few days off, relax, enjoy some cycles and be ready for Sunday, you know. If, uh, if you get bored in Riga and you need something to do, I recommend reading your sector two times. Because honestly, even a second moto, on many laps you were taking a second out of the top three in sector two alone and they added that single in the middle of it and I thought that would hurt you because it kind of made everyone do the same line triple but second in one sector is phenomenal honestly I just thought the same once I saw that break jump in the middle I said oh they take away my 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 advantage because that was my strong point on Sunday and this morning I wasn't really feeling wow there like you know everybody was the same I wasn't purple or whatever and during first, second moto, for some reason, I just started to bring so much more flow into that jump and I started to scrub it really low where others were scared a bit and jumped high and straight and I could still manage to gain some time, which was awesome, you know. I mean, I didn't check my sectors, but now you tell me that feels good, you know. <laughs> uh, did you have a plan in the second race? Like, once you, once Hurlings and Karoli had both crashed, it was kind of yours for the taking. Was it just basically go balls out and see what happens? Because you took two seconds out of Jazakonis on the second to last lap. And then I guess, did you have a spot picked out for the last lap? Or was it just pin it and see? Honestly, yeah. Second last lap, I just tried to close the gap. Because obviously there were two in between. So he had a gap. I could manage to close it. But once he smelled me on the back of him, he, he found a bit extra again as well. You know, I came close, but... He didn't make a mistake. I didn't really have the spot ready for him because, yeah, he was riding an awesome race too, you know. So, 
I was closer to Glenn last Sunday to get him than to HA today for whatever reason, but uh, that's how it goes, you know. Uh, last thing, does this feel different now? Like when you're sat on the start line and you're picturing your race, picturing your start, does this feel like the MX2 days where you're sat there going, you know what, screw you, screw you, screw you, I'm going to the front and I want to win? Honestly, it's getting a lot closer to that, yeah. I mean, last year I started to become a guy and I started to be standing on the podium, but... As I mentioned before, many have been injured. Jeffrey wasn't there, Tony wasn't there, Clément de Salle at one stage was injured. So, kind of, if I finished third in, on a podium, I could have been sixth also because some strong guys were missing. But now I'm in the game with all those names in it, you know, and this is the difference, of course. So, it's like you say, now I, I stand at the start line at the, <coughs> at the moment knowing yeah, I can actually beat all of them, you know. So that's uh, super good and positive. Armina Shazakonis, MXGP of Riga. First of all, I always believed in you. We've been, we've been together since the start. I knew this was coming from the Asamoto days even. No, but seriously, your first moto win, obviously a big thing. First of all, I think you've had two qualifying wins in your life. How different did this feel? Uh, I think this was a third qualifying win. <laughs> well, my oh yeah, you're on pole. Yeah, okay, pole. so you've won two qualifying heats in your life. How different did the motor win feel to that? Uh, quite, quite a big difference. Uh, qualifying win, it's still like uh, the guys are not really going for it sometimes, so that's not too bad. But uh, for a win, everybody is uh, hungry for that. So it was a tough one, but uh, for sure worth it. So that experience didn't help you at all. It must like it must have helped just having that experience of at least you've led an MXGP race this year, even like not at all. No, it it helps of course, but uh, what pressure comes to your body, even if you're fit, still is quite uh, quite a tough one because uh, the guys are just uh, knocking back of the door, you know, like uh, like Jeremy was all the time in the back and Tony was there, so it was a tight fight, but. Uh, I didn't make any uh, major mistakes, which uh, didn't allow them to even try to go for a pass. At the beginning, when you were chasing Jeffrey, first of all, your pass on Tony, I don't have a clue where that came from. I blinked and missed it. Um, but then you were chasing Jeffrey, and I think you were faster. If not, you were definitely the same speed, but you couldn't get past him. And I was wondering whether you blew up a little bit with your arms and stuff, just because, like, first wins right there, first time battling for the lead this year, like, all very exciting. And I just wondered if it maybe got you a bit at that point. Uh, to be honest, the <clears throat> pass on Tony, actually, it was really good. I went around the outside, but I almost went for two guys on the outside. I went so quick on that turn that I almost went for uh, also Jeffrey at the same turn, same same lap. But uh, yeah, it just worked that I passed Tony and then I pretty much followed all the race Jeffrey. But uh, yeah, I had a plan in the end to, to, to try go for it. But in the middle of race, I was just following and just doing my moto and then see what happens in the end. But then suddenly I see the yellow flag quick and then I see him lying down. So that was a big game changer. It just made me much easier to take that win. But I mean, those two last laps, they were tough because also, I mean, everybody went for a win, you know, even Jeremy wanted to, to take that. But uh, I just had to play it cool and uh, do my lines, do my laps and... Uh, that came in the end, finish flag, finishing first, so it was great. Well, even this is interesting, because I think in the past, you've had to speed to win for a while now, I think in the past your racecraft has let you down, so was it maybe on your mind then, like, don't go too fast or too early, it's a long race, like, rather than just thinking, I've got to get the lead now, I've got to get the lead now, 
maybe the whole race and the full distance and racecraft was on your mind yeah that that is also a little bit playing part but uh, i know that i'm fit and uh, i can for sure follow jeffrey and all those guys because i know that uh, my fitness for sure is not worse than them so so this was the thing but uh, of course when you go in front is somehow extra pressure which makes extra heavy your your arms feel like uh, 10 kilos uh, heavier and and legs also so it's not not that easy but i mean i still felt good world model like my my fitness and everything so i know that uh, i can start pushing in beginning and keep on going till the end Jeremy was coming at the end and he was really quick in the waves did you know that that was where he was gaining time like some laps he took a second out of you in the waves and you're the one with the long legs I I don't know actually I, it didn't felt like he was really on back of me on the waves because I actually was also good maybe he was because uh, he was inside of that turn which mm. made him a little bit time but the rest for sure like that triple after waves that, that triple and then double I think I was fast enough that he didn't pass me there because at least I was really catching Jeffrey there. So I'd never heard his really bike in back of me in that part. I just felt a little bit on other parts, but uh, I was not really stressing around to change lines because I never saw his front wheel. So I knew that if I hit my lines right, even if it's maybe slower that turn, but I know that I know that line that it's good and I'm fast there. So I did and I just kept hammering same, same lines because I knew they were working. So I just didn't change around. A little bit bummed not to get on the podium. Obviously, your first moto was a great ride from the back, but winning a moto and then not getting to stand on the podium does that kind of feel a bit odd? Not really. I mean, I mean this this uh, this uh, moto and pace everything back. You know, I had the podium and now the win. Now we have to put it together for the last one to bring everything together. You know, but but I'm not so bummed. I mean, I took the win and this was uh, my goal. You know, and uh, yeah. I did my best and if the podium didn't come, didn't come, means that there was just not going. But uh, yeah, as much as I know that uh, if Tony wouldn't crash, then maybe I would have been on the podium. But I mean, that's that's a race and I know I did really good day today, a bit unlucky with the crash, but otherwise it's it's really good day. And uh, last thing, you're a motor winner in MXGP, can you believe it? Because your path to this point isn't the same as everyone else. You weren't signed by Red Bull KTM and then come up through MX2. So just thinking that you've now won a moto in MXGP, quite cool. Look, I'm saying nice things to you. Yeah, We've yeah, done it. We yeah, did it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a, it's a great thing, you know, having a one moto win, you can, it's a big thing. And uh, also being as a first Lufanian to have a moto win and podium and everything, rewriting all history. This is big, but uh, overall in complete MXGP, uh, like paddock, let's say, all everything it it already puts a quite a good word for it you know so so it's really good but uh, we need to increase those numbers in the future for sure so we work hard and we know that we can do it because we've done once already Jorge Prado MXGP of Riga look if you look at the results it's not very good but once again you're showing so much potential on the 450 that I think it's only positive like you were already out of the championship when you broke your femur so that's not a worry I think all you can take is positives from day and it's just looking really good for the future. Yeah, like you say, um, you're right. I mean, looking to the results, uh, it wasn't a great day at all. Um, didn't get so many points. Uh, results were bad. But um, I'm happy because I made some progress from, uh, let's say, uh, on Sunday and this GP on Wednesday. 
uh, running wise I got a bit faster more um, you know I could go to that speed even more easy that I was uh, last week so I'm happy about that also good I got very good starts and I mean yeah I just needed a bit more of luck to make a perfect weekend when a, a perfect day it's <laughs> <not a> weekend. <laughs> when um your spokes went in the first race was that from a hard landing in the waves or did something happen before then no yeah when i was leading uh i was like three laps in more or less i can't even remember and no it was it was actually not too hard and i was not even over jumping uh, anything uh i don't know what happened um it just broke and then i just had to pull in the pits and that uh pretty much like uh finished my my first moto uh my first moto yeah had you not had to come into pit lane do you think you would have had the bike fitness which you're obviously behind on to hold on and win because i was trying to figure it out and i think maybe you could have maybe just i can tell you today i think i would have <laughs> yeah because i was riding very let's say very comfortable on that speed i started the moto and and that was my speed for the moto like i would have done that speed for the whole 35 minutes because i wouldn't push more than that because i would have get tired at yeah. the end of the race so i think i would you know finish in the way i was riding hopefully but you never know so every, many things can happen maybe you can have a crash mid moto but anyway later on i restarted the race and i was right there yeah. again so just a pity that the, the front wheel uh yeah that front wheel problem yeah that proves it because you came back out on track a straight ahead of tony and for a very long time that gap just stayed the same so had you actually been in the race it would have stayed the same as well yeah i mean i i got it i got um in the front and then but it's not the same once you are back on track and i mean you don't even see the guy um someone in front of you that you can say okay if i get there i will get some yeah. points there was no one because i was so far behind even though if i pushed like hell the whole moto yeah. i wouldn't get any points so i was just riding having fun actually and then uh, for sure tony was in the back pushing a lot and and at one point he started i mean i was also not so far from him he just caught me and i just let him pass because i was a yeah. lapper and uh, i just stay behind him all the time like the 25 minutes uh yeah 25 minutes so I mean, if it was a race, I would stay there. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's there's not nothing special. I would, I would have done a, a good race, but but it is what it is. Races are tough. <laughs> With your um, lack of bike fitness, has this Sunday Wednesday thing been harder on you than you think it would have been had you been like fully healthy and your normal self? Well, after Sunday, I was, I was really like done. I pushed a lot last weekend. Also, I was not feeling that great on track. Uh, which uh, today I was feeling way better. Uh, so after race, I was very tired. And then on still Monday, Tuesday, I was feeling it. And then I woke up this morning and said, I'm, I'm quite all right. So <laughs> then the motors started and I was feeling good. So I was just on the limit of ma- of not making it. But uh, yeah, I was I was all right today. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, we've talked about you playing catch up with bike fitness so much. Uh, what about bike setup? Are you playing catch up on that, or do you have a pretty good race setting that you can put on a track like this, which is quite unique because you can't go to Lomo and get a setting for here because it's sand, yeah, but completely different. Well, we have a very good uh, bike setup. Um, I'm still improving my speed, so every time I get faster, we need to, you know, make some small changes, which is normal. 
And uh, but we have a very stable setup. So I mean, even if we go to another track, it's it's working good. So I'm I'm happy about that. Um, the bike is working good for my for me. Like I don't have any. I'm not struggling with that. So uh, I'm very you know happy that I have great people behind me. Like like Claudio KDM that they know what they are doing and they can put a, a fully let's say um, a bike that can win motos directly I think the most important thing with you is look you're used to winning races you're a world champion and eventually you will be winning races in the 450s and I think it would be easy for you to lose your head at the moment and be like I need to win now I need to win now but I think you've got a good kind of grip on the situation where you know you're behind you know that this year is weird anyway and you're kind of already you're not already focused on next year but you know that next year is where kind of your 450 career properly starts when you're healthy and everything yeah, I think um, I still can do some damage this year. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Into the some riders, I mean, in the uh, in the races. Not the, not. That <laughs> You're not gonna, this isn't WWE. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that. I'm, no I'm, sliding tackles. I'm not going to kill anyone. <laughs> I mean, uh, to do good uh, still this year. So hopefully I can get uh, some more uh, bike training, better fitness, and I'm feeling let's say a bit better overall. Even though I feel quite okay right now, and uh, and yeah, for sure next year. If I can get a good window preparation, will be a totally different story. Dirk Grubel, MXGP of Riga. A bit of an up and down uh, day for your side of the Red Bull KTM team, but massive positive. Jeffrey's pulled out a lot of points, more about as much as you can expect to at one GP. Tom lost points, but I feel like it was a strong showing from him from a mental point of view. And Rene obviously hasn't ended up very well, so that's a bummer. Yeah. Jeffrey, you could see today uh, was a completely different approach. I mean, even the first race, again, not so good jump with the gate and then uh, involved in the start crash and yeah, coming back from 18 or whatever he was. Doesn't help. Hard work. He is hard to pass and the guys up front, like the f first five, six, they're really within half a second lately. Really tight competition and, and it's tough to break through there. But he did it to a certain point and uh, second race like you said he had a better start he he ran up front and yeah in the end he messed it up so it's not over till it's over even champions still do some mistakes but yeah massive points gain because of the mistake of Geiser and we said before that whole show here started it's really important that you finish every single moto and and make the points and if you have one DNF you're probably out because you can't make up who knows how many races we're gonna have left yeah. with this situation um, yeah, Tom, Sunday, really strong performance. Today, he struggled a bit the whole day already with the track, uh, was not happy. I don't know, couldn't find the speed. He said he could not run with the top runners, but uh, he, he gave his best. And two times four, solid points. He lost points, but still the mindset is right. And the goal is there, and, and yeah, it's all good. Rene's side... Oh. First race crash, second race looked promising because he was making up ground. He was like P8, riding good, and then uh, yeah, disaster struck. He had a big get off, and seems like he hurt, he broke his shoulder. He's now on the way to the hospital, and we need to analyze it and see, really see how bad it is and how we continue there. But for him, it's a huge setback. That's clear. You say um, Tom just wasn't getting on with the track. Obviously, he was ninth in qualifying, so already. Was it kind of going that direction with his mind? Like, 
was he almost going into the first motor a bit like, I don't know if I can do this, as opposed to Sunday when it was like, right, time to win? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, first race he was leading, but they, they just called him quick and he couldn't run with Jago today. Jago was faster guy today and the Kawasaki guys stepped it also up, looks like. They, they're licking blood there and, and get the taste of it. And, and no, they rode well. They rode well. In the end, I, I think he still could uh, catch back Boy Ramey, but he was as finished as him. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a lead of 10 seconds over Tom and in the end it was three and a half, four. So if he had some juices left, he could have get them back. But no, better say four than uh, on your nose and you have no, no points at all. Yeah, I'm still impressed with Tom for that reason. Like, if you look at the points, we're eight motos in now. He's the only one who's been in the top ten every moto. And he's actually been top five. So that's how you win championships. Yeah. You'd much rather him go four, three, two, four, five to a championship than win today and then crash out on Sunday. That's the thing. We, we told our riders take minimum risk maximum points if possible and that's keep that's what they keep doing and they're doing a good job so far and we still have uh, both red plates and that's that's what we're here for what about jeffrey's actual races though because obviously he's coming off of that concussion which i can't figure out how much of an impact it's having because axel was really good and he also pushed well the thing that kind of uh proved to me that maybe he's getting closer to full fitness is his heart rate in the second race at Axel because you can't do that with a screwed up head but then also he was looking behind and he crashed when he was leading which he just doesn't do so can you think of any reason for this well there's certain riders he's comfortable with like if Tony is behind him he doesn't look back yeah. you know he know what Tony does and he, he Tony is predictable you know they race so long together already they don't do crazy stuff but there's some guys out there they're still younger and wilder and they, he don't know what to expect from them so you better have a second look where they are and uh, even if he always show them on the pit board but, but he he won't know it himself seems like and, and yeah today it, it leads into that mistake uh, if you turn your head and you hit the rod a bit stupid then can be also you take a ground sample so yeah cost him the win today and uh, for sure it's a steep learning curve and uh, what do you think about being here for a week? We're two races in now. I imagine not having to tear down the tent and everything is nice. But is Latvia starting to get a bit... Is it starting to wear on you a little bit? Well, not that much yet, to be honest. I mean, uh, we go riding also during the week with him, just light training. And so every second day we're on the bike. It's not getting boring. We had some stuff to do. And nah, it's, I think it's, it's the best thing we can do at the moment to, to get some races under the belt. And... If you have only single events, it's not going to work out in the long run. That's I'm sure of. Uh, I mean, now again, you know, all this COVID stuff is getting up and countries turning red and uh, yeah, there's travel warnings and it's not looking good for the rest of the year, let's say. So let's, let's take what we can get. And uh, I think it's a good thing with three races in a row here and, and then hopefully we can come to 10 races or something like this. I, I would be happy with at least. And uh, last thing, obviously, we're doing the one-day format thing, which has been done in national championships all across the world. The riders are quite uh, adamant that they love it and they want to see it in the future. I guess it would be the same for you because the riders' reasoning is it's 20 less motos taken out the qualifying race. That's less risk. And I guess as a team manager, less risk for your guys is a nice thing. Of course. I mean, for sure, it will open up a discussion after that, even if everything comes back to normal at the point. Uh, yeah. It's a long weekend. 
when we have that Saturday program yeah. and uh, as we can see we can do it also now I mean some guys don't like it but the majority of the riders I hear only positive feedback and for sure it will open up a discussion if this uh, could be a format for the future or not and same thing for I think in EMX so when they're with us they, they have the free practice at 7 in the morning and the race at 6 in the evening sometimes because it's just so packed yeah. maybe there should be a split between, like between pro and between amateurs still or European level riders and one race is Saturday and the other race is Sunday I mean it's fine with me well that's actually maybe a good thing because think about it the normal schedule you're not if you haven't got a rider in EMX 250 you're not going to have time to go and watch that. Whereas with this schedule, maybe you can go out, check out the new talent, see what everyone's doing, and have more, an, more of an eye on the future. That's for sure. It would give you way more time to, to check out the youngsters and what they're doing. And Or even if you have a guy out there in EMX, you can follow up better. Because if you, if you have three classes in one day, yeah, you, get, you better have a... <laughs> a good running shoe uh, sponsor or something like that because that's all you do you run back and forth and, and try to just please everybody and keep everybody happy and uh, do your duty but it would open some new new things and I think like I said we, we will open a discussion about it for sure Ben Watson MXGP of Riga this one I think I don't know we're in Latvia MXGP of Latvia uh, rough day obviously I think you only pulled in 13 points but again kind of a story all the time when this stuff happens the riding was good the pace was good lap times were good like there's so many positives to take from it it's just that you kind of can't look at the results but it was out of your control bike problem not your fault and uh first turn crash not your fault so what do you do yeah it was really difficult i mean the bike the whole situation there was was completely out of my hands but then the second the second race when i crashed on the start i mean i put myself in the situation with a bad start so who, yeah, is it my fault? Is it not? Whatever. I was I was in with the pack and I didn't have a good start. So yeah, that that kind of stuff happens. But yeah, it was real difficult. Like the qualifying this morning, um, I had a good feeling, but I was a little bit hesitant in a few sections where they put quite a lot of water on, and uh, I just yeah lost a f- like quite a lot of time in the second section. And I knew kind of where it was. It was the the waves where normally it's my my best part, but they changed it quite a lot and. Yeah, I was not so confident there this this race. So, yeah, then first race, um, I did literally the start. And I got around the first corner good, even though I didn't really have a, a great start. Uh, then, yeah, I did literally three or four corners. Uh, I was in sixth, uh, sixth I think. Did, did a few corners and then the bike just, yeah, let go of me. So, I don't really know what happened there or what the situation was, but... Yeah, I pushed it back and yeah, I went and watched the race. Uh, it's just one of them things like nothing I can do and just have to get on with it. So, and then race two, um, yeah, the start just went completely wrong for me. I was there in the first turn, like I would have been top ten coming out of the corner, so not like terrible because obviously with my qualifying position I was on the inside, so it was never going to be like a real bad start. But anyway, I was not at the front and. Uh, one guy just literally plowed me on the inside and I fell straight on his bike burnt my leg a little bit and stuff but yeah then I had to fight through the pack and the track was already sketchy and you needed a lot of focus on on your own riding and unfortunately like I was just constantly in a battle and just switching from left to right to try and pass people and it was so hard at one point I just tried to settle and get in a bit of rhythm and then go again and uh 
I lost a little bit of time during the middle of the race, um, but yeah, it was really difficult to, to come through, and I think I got back to around, yeah, from last to nine, I think, so I felt good on the bike, but was, again, I was just not in my own pace, so yeah, it was not ideal. Uh, you say the start in the first race was bad, but and I feel like we've had this exact conversation before. The initial jump out of the gate was amazing. Like, I genuinely thought you were going to get the whole shot, and then it's like it gets to the point where everyone shifts, and then everyone swallows you up. Like, do you actually, is that actually a thing? Is there a reason for it? Yeah, like I'm getting a real good jump and then I'm going and then everyone just swallows me up. Um, it's probably because I'm 80 kilos. I'm, I'm real tall. Yeah, I'm probably like 15 kilos on the rest of the field. and Obviously not the rest of them, but a, a few a few guys. And yeah, I mean, I have to get everything perfect if I want to you know, have a shot at getting around the first corner first. So... I have to be so focused and you know if one little thing doesn't go right then I'm just swallowed up and yeah I need to I need to work on it of course I mean a few years ago it was one of my strong points I was pretty good at the start all the time and then yeah it's um, as I've grown up and got stronger the last few years it's been yeah difficult but I mean I don't say it's all because of my weight and what have you but I mean everything plays a part and yeah, I just need to work with that and try and find a, a technique because I'm not I'm doing something a little bit wrong at the moment on the on the start. I need to work on it. I feel like look coming into Sunday, I feel like there's no reason for you to kind of not think that you can do this because, like I say, everything kind of lines up. Both motors, you were the fastest on track at different points and in traffic. So, like if you look at that stuff, it's obviously going to come together at some point. I guess it's a matter of when, but it could be at any point. Yeah, honestly, I. I'd pay a lot of money to have a good start. Um, it's been a, a thing for me for a long time, but I, if I focus too much on this, then I'm just gonna uh, gonna lose myself a little bit. And I need to just go with the, the cards I'm dealt, and I need to work on it and just do what I can. And you know, if I get around that top, the first turn in in the top five, like it's gonna be a massive bonus because even even last Sunday, I finished six and five, but I think the first race I was outside the top ten on the first turn, so. I've been giving myself a lot of work and I mean for my future it's going to be good because uh, yeah I've I've had to work you know through the field and I'm fighting a lot and yeah I just need uh, a few I need to experience you know riding at the front and being being in the lead and it would give me you know a little that little boost that sometimes I might need but yeah it's it's all about the start and that's why I'm not really showing my potential at the moment but yeah it's it's not down to anyone it's myself and i need to be yeah better there a lot of riders said the track was sketchy on um on sunday do you think it's gotten better today or is it getting worse the more it gets ridden on and the base gets harder and all of that um it's been the track actually was like a, a new track today it was really strange i mean they changed a lot of sections and slowed a few parts down but they also made a few sections a little bit more sketchy um I mean, it was not... The, underne- the underneath is hard, and the bumps and stuff are, like, real square, sharp. You, you have to be careful. But then on the top today was a little bit more loose in some places. And, um, you know, like, the start straight, they ripped up a lot, and, and pit lane, they were ripping. And, yeah, it was a few places deeper, and then a few places a little bit more sketchy. So I quite like the changes they made. I mean, they made parts a little bit easier, I think. So, I think on this back section they need to put another set of rollers in, <laughs> and then uh, 
yeah, that would be a nice change. And I don't know what they're going to do for, for Sunday, actually, because they made quite a few, you know, easy changes now. So I think, yeah, they're going to have to do maybe one bigger change, let's say. I think for Sunday they're going to change two or three corners. But I don't know. They can't reroute the tracks. So I guess they're just going to put some rollers on the inside or whatever. But I guess then based on what you're saying this hasn't got repetitive yet like you're not sick of coming here it doesn't feel like you've just done the same gp twice no like for me i would have yeah three days on the same track's fine like we do two normally without any changes so yeah what's what's one more really it's the same for everybody so i mean i don't think anyone would have really had a problem with that i mean yeah it's three days people who have home tracks are riding the same track like yeah once a week for years it's that's not a problem for us i don't think it's a problem for anyone really but i mean for racing you know if you come to the track and you're not feeling that good then it's positive to have a change but then if you're feeling good and they change it then you're like ah but that's i guess the change in the track part of it is uh, to get the best all-round rider they're trying to mix a few different things in and yeah i quite like that i'm easy with with big changes little changes or leaving the track i'll be quite cool with anything to be honest and uh, last thing, because I've kind of got to ask, next year, you obviously can't say anything, but is it stressful time or are things kind of in the works and it's going in a positive direction? Yeah, of course, it's going in a positive direction. I mean, I have a, yeah, the Yamaha family is, is supporting me, yeah, with everything and they'll always do what they can for me. But at the end of the day, the results do the talking and no matter what's going on, if you're getting good results, you're going to have a ride. And yeah, right now I haven't, I haven't, given anything really that special so yeah i don't obviously have anything right now and it's still a little bit early like we've done just two days racing um since the long break so everyone's still yeah i think everyone's still talking really there's only a few top guys that have have secured their places so i'm not really thinking about that or worrying at the moment um I, i still need to prove myself and show you know really what i can do and then we'll just see yeah, we'll see what comes from there. I have, I have my job to finish at the moment, so I am focused on this. Thomas Olsen, MXGP of Riga. Bit of a weird day because first motor was amazing. Compared to Sunday, that was a massive step forward. And I kind of thought you were on the, going the right way. But then obviously second motor kind of set you back again. So just uh, run us through it. Yeah, first model was going really good. I got a good start and uh, it just helped a lot to be up there with the guys straight away. And uh, I could feel my shoulder was uh, kind of doing all right and I was in a little bit better flow. Actually, after uh, the race on Sunday, I already felt like I was getting into a good flow again. So just pretty much continued that in the first moto today. But uh, yeah, towards the end there, I was I was struggling quite hard with a lot of pain. So uh, I'm really proud that I was able to pull out the, that fifth place because uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough one. and. Honestly, I was like, for the second moto, um, yeah, I went out for a parade lab and I just, yeah, I told Rasmus, like, this was, I knew it was going to be a tough race, you know, because I uh, had some trouble holding on and, and the track got a bit bit rougher. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't make it even that far, so kind of made a mistake in a corner, like slid out a little bit. And then once, like, my rear end got, like, traction and I got back. Uh, there was another rider behind me who ran into me and kind of like, yeah, tackled me a little bit. And uh, yeah, like not a big crash, but I just like landed a bit on my head and knocked it. And uh, once I got up, I was just like feeling it everywhere in my body. So it's just like, there's 
there's no way that I'm gonna be able to to come back and get points in this moto. So decided to to call it a day and and try and rest up for Sunday, try and get ready for that. I think a lot of people probably thought you landed on your bad shoulder, but you actually didn't. So yeah. in that crash, okay, you knocked your head and some other bits, but actually your bad shoulder was okay in that crash. Yeah, I didn't land on the shoulder, so uh, yeah, didn't make it any worse. But uh, let's just say I'm still fighting fighting the the injury from last Wednesday. I'm still fighting that one the most. You say that um, after the starting lap of the second race, you knew that it was going to be a tough moto. Do you think maybe you overdid it in the first moto a bit, trying to get the out? Do you think if maybe, say, 10 minutes from the end, you kind of settled down and said, OK, fifth's fine, I'm not going to try and get the out? you would have maybe had more in you for the second race? No, it's, it's not really like that because even like in qualifying and stuff, when I'm doing slow laps and stuff, it, it's still painful. <laughs> <laughs> so like, even, there's no other choice than to just like go for it. It's not going to hurt more or less like whether I try to go for it or not. But I can try and be a bit more smart with my line choices and stuff like that, avoid some bigger bumps and things like that. But yeah, it's something I have to look a bit more for i have to change my riding style and mentality a little bit more because i have to save my body now it's many times i know i'm not taking the fastest line but it's the line i gotta take to to make everything work you know so uh, it's different but uh yeah i'm trying to make it work the best i can and uh last thing how are you doing because Look, you had high expectations for this year. You've been the most consistent person, even out of the champions, the last couple of years. And then obviously there's just been bad luck, bad luck, bad luck. Is this, is this tough to take or are you kind of just, it is what it is? No, it is really tough. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a dream that is like slowly slipping away, I would say. Uh, so, yeah, a dream for many years that uh, this, this was also my last year in the MX2, so... The MX2 title is pretty much gone, I would say, and um, of course it's tough. But uh, I gotta set some new goals and keep keep motivated and keep going. Uh, yeah, I had some great years, like really consistent, and now a uh, bit of bad luck and and stuff like that. Like things has ha- have happened that didn't happen the other years. So yeah, big bummer. But uh, that's how it is in motocross, you know. Like injuries happen and uh, comes when you least when you least want it and I guess like you can still set goals like I think third in the championship is still something you can do realistically so even getting that another medal that'd be good and the guy the Jed guy who's got it at the moment I don't think he's he's not even listening I thought he was listening either way I think you can get that high up (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully I can get I can get back to to 100% as soon as possible and try to uh, yeah plug in some good results solid results and then also just like every race like just try to be as good as possible and get some race wins and stuff like that if i can get back to that then uh then i'm happy and i'm sure i can do manage something good for the overall in the end of the year fast fast and mxgp of riga both here i wanted to speak to you sunday so both here and sunday i feel like both times you were never really in a position to succeed like you were at vulcan so that makes it tough first of all you need to get out of the gate second of all I guess your back's screwed, so even if you get out of the gate, you're not going to be able to do much anyway. So just talk us through the situation. Yeah, basically it's from, uh, yeah, still from a crash from Arnhem. Um, yeah, my back was hurting, but I didn't think it was going to be that serious. So I went just, just thought, just, I'm going to Latvia. I'm racing, and then, uh, like, um, I took Sunday, actually, my also my problem was I took so many painkillers that my reaction time on the start was off. 
basically and uh, and it was it, it would be all right for like the first 20 minutes like in the, on Sunday I made quite a few good passes in the first five like five minutes then like after 20 25 minutes my back would just start to hurt so bad that I just had to back off so uh, I think for Sunday like 12 and 13 was the maximum I could get out of it and I was actually like not satisfied with it but it was it was all I could do so uh, yeah that's that was okay but today um, this morning in practice I uh, just did like a few fast laps and I thought okay I'm just gonna go one or two once or twice uh, really push for a lap and get a good lap time in and it was alright got 12th in the qualifying then I thought okay go for the for the first moto um, actually my clutch slipped in the, in the first in the start so yeah I had a bad terrible start and then made a few passes a couple of people passed me and then yeah it was it was it was not really manageable but i was just doing my best and at one point i just had to pull out basically because of my back did you did your back get better then for here like did you take less painkillers today or is it still the same and it's not going to get better until you take two weeks off a bike or whatever yeah i took i took a little bit less painkillers today uh, yeah to to be more sharp but in the end it, it didn't work out and uh but yeah i also felt like it was worse because yeah last week uh, on Sunday like you feel the difference in the morning when you haven't taken any painkillers and I, I felt it was already like a little bit worse so I thought I'm just gonna just try and smash it but went the other way around so now uh, I'll twist the team uh, like I, I didn't even know what, uh, I really had a back injury I thought it was just like a pulled muscle or something then uh, basically my team forced me to go to the medical and get a scan because I was like ah oh, we'll be fine this that nope you're going to the medical alright fair enough and then uh, yeah, went to the medical and then got it checked out. And then basically, one of the discs in in the spine yeah. is like uh, it's I don't know if it's the correct terminology, but it's like bruised and like swollen and out of it. So um, the disc is like pushing, and uh, that's what really caused me the pain. It's not really any damage or anything. It's not like a vertebrae yeah. damage or any torn muscles or anything. It's really the the disc is just yeah I don't know the correct terminology, but to me it's not a bruised. So yeah, um, and actually, yeah, supposed to take take some time off to heal, but yeah, we we don't have time for that here. So, yeah. My when I first got told that your back was hurting, my first worry was that it was somehow linked to your injury last year. No, but it's nothing to do with that at all, right? There's no worries there at all. No, it's it's completely separate from it. Like uh, my my injury from last year was my neck, basically. So uh, it's it's completely separate from it, and um, yeah, it just. It just hurts now. It's it's not really now, but it's also now that you know when you took the scan, you know okay, nothing can damage it. It's just gonna be very very painful. That's also something that you can think about. Like okay, I'm not I can't make it worse. So I think it's also a little bit more beneficial for Sunday. So now I'm just gonna yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna take a few days off. Go to like go to like a spa and like go to like a sauna and then call and a sauna call and then try to get it relaxed more and more and then uh, over Sunday it should be good and then yeah, just got to try to go in that mindset of like okay I can't damage it so just go balls to the wall pretty much this has got to be frustrating though because look last time we raced Vulcanswald mm. you should have been on a podium you had podium speed you've had podium speed for years maybe it yeah. just was Vulcanswald where everyone realised mm. so I think you're going to get up there eventually but then if this little stuff keeps happening it's just yeah. delaying it or delaying it so I guess it's super frustrating Oh, definitely. I've lost like down in quarantine time. We've counted, and I've had like 
six or seven opportunities where I should have been on the podium and something happened what was not even in my hands. So I've had six or seven times like either it was like red flagged or by something with the bike or and all manuf manufacturers I've had pretty much. I've I've never been on three manufacturers and on, on every single one of them there was there was something every time preventing me something from it. So yeah, that's very frustrating because I feel like also I know in my head I'm top five speed. I've got top five speed. I'm fit. I'm I'm one of the fittest guys. I I know how to ride a bike. I know I should be there, but it's every time like little things like this that that keep preventing me from doing it in the end, pretty much. Uh, Adam Seri, MXGP of Riga. First time I've got that right. Um, definitely a better day today. You got points first of all, but even like even if you hadn't got points, it was quite clear that you were a better rider, more comfortable, and just that the progress is it. Yeah, definitely. Last week was the first time I rode this bike. New team, first race back. Um, no arm pump today, so that was good. Rode yesterday, I think that helped. Um, yeah, today I felt like I was actually racing. I was happy with qualifying. Um, for sure I can improve and make things better, but um, I was happy with that. And uh, yeah, happy with the first moto. Uh, second moto, we had a bit of bad luck and a crash, but um, yeah, overall happy. I'd imagine that if you compare these two races to the first two GPs at the start of the year, it's pretty amazing that the progress you can make over two rounds. If you compare the two, like the difference, I think, is almost night and day here. So then give it another round, take it to Turkey, you'll soon be where you, A, expect to be and should be. Yeah, definitely. Like with this team, I can grow and try different things that all them options are there and everybody wants to get better. So um, that's definitely a benefit. And we've we shown this week that we've done that and... Um, yeah, ne next race in a few days here again, and uh, hopefully I can improve again. And uh, yeah, I feel good. I, I like I said, the other day was like my first GP on a 450. So um, it's all about improving, learning. It's really difficult class to try and do that in, but um, it's possible. And I feel like there's a lot to improve on. So just looking forward to getting back to work and 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 getting racing. Your answer to this will be obvious, but think about the question. Would you say you're racing here or you're testing here? Like, are you coming in from each session and then just fiddling around and then, okay, that didn't work? Or are you kind of sticking with one thing and then making it happen? Uh, I'd say both. Um, we're definitely here racing. Uh, I think it's quite hard to test just on race day because um, you're not really thinking about that and it's different, track's different. So I'd say both. We're, we have made quite a lot of changes since we've been here. We, We've been practicing as well. We're going to go practicing before the next round, and, and uh, hopefully, I can change change my suspension because I think that's a big area we can improve at the moment. I only had one suspension test, which was in Red Sand in November or some whenever I was there. So um, we're quite a way off on that. Obviously, I've got a lot faster. I'm, I've lost a little bit of weight, and um, yeah, I just don't feel that's where it needs to be. But like I said, we're improving. Um, I'm happy. I'm glad to be at the races. I'm glad we come for sure to race these three races. As a few days before, we wasn't coming. So, um, yeah, thanks to the team now for putting all that together. And uh, like I said, hopefully, hopefully, I can improve for the next race. Did you just start with the same suspension setup you had in um, Gunnix? Like, did you literally just bolt it on and then work from there? Yeah, I had the same settings. But actually, most of the time before, only for a few days before. Uh, Coming here, I had a different setup on suspension completely. It's only that just before here for the last two times riding or something, I had my actual setup of suspension, um, which was better than the stuff I was running, but 
now racing is evident that, that it's not where it needs to be. So I can improve, the suspension can improve. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of improvement to be had and can't wait to do them improvements and come out swinging. Uh, we talked about the track a lot on Sunday. I thought look, minimal changes were made. It wasn't really anything. But just walking out there this morning, I felt it looked like a different track. In which makes no sense at all, but did it feel different? Because it looked, I just felt like the way it was prepped, certain sections it looked like it was quite a like it was going to develop differently. Yeah, I think this track layout was better than the better than the one we had previously. I think they made it deeper. They put a bit more water. There was definitely more water this morning when I looked than the other day. Um, I thought it flowed better. Again, it got really really rough, so um, that was good. And uh, I hear that they're going to make even more changes for the next round. So. Um, I'm excited to see what they are. Apparently, there's a whole new section in the middle. Um, Where the hell are they going to put a whole new section? There's no room. Well, Paul, I actually heard it on the the live feed. Um, apparently, the wave section, that tabletop afterwards, maybe the section before the wave section is all going to be different. But that's what I heard, so we'll see. Well, we're now just having a discussion on an interview, but I got told it was going to be two to three corners changed, which I thought meant prepping them differently, putting maybe a single on the inside, making an inside berm, because I didn't think they could reroute things. You reckon they can actually just knock that waves down and then just build a new track or build a new section? Yeah, maybe not build a complete new track, but maybe... Well, if no, they not take... build a new track, come on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if they take the waves out and put something else there, maybe, I don't know. That would be interesting. I would like to see or make a bit more of a change so the track's a bit different. Um, that would be good. Maybe For me, I think it would have been cool to go back the other way around like how it used to be. Well, they said they were going. They said they could have done that if we didn't race Wednesday. If it was Sunday and Sunday, they said they would have been able to pull that off. But so sorry. I don't know. Surely they could have done that if they really wanted to. It's not. Well, I spoke to Jonas. This is now. I don't even know if this is an interview now. I spoke to Jonas like a month ago, and obviously his agent is a promoter of his GP, and he said that if they reversed it, the the takeoffs now, landings then would be too soft, and I think to be raced on. Maybe I'm not a track builder. That I guess they know better than me, but. Um, I can't imagine with this type of ground and stuff it would have been that difficult to reshape the tabletop faces and landings um, and the whoops. But, yeah, like I said, I'm not a track uh, designer. I, I just thought it would have been cool to go back the other way. I, I, the first time I come here it was that way and yeah. I thought that way was potentially better. Um, but, yeah, like you said, we're just having a discussion now. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can't wait to improve and get back here on Sunday and do it again.